Welcome to The Canoe. Thanks for giving us a shot. I'm Junior. And I'm Jordan. We're two pastors who do enough preaching. Yeah, instead, we just want to have some conversations about life. So stick with us, and if you haven't yet subscribed, we'd love for you to be a regular boatmate. Whether you're commuting, on a run, or in the kitchen, grab a paddle, hop in the canoe, and let's navigate a river together. Okay, so hold on tight. This river is fast-moving. I mean, Jordan, we got some rapids today. <laughs> yeah, you're so cheesy, but you're right. We are talking about the fast-paced, changing world. Jordan, did you see the article from Heritage Foundation about transgender education being taught to kindergartners now? Yeah, you sent that article me, article to me a couple weeks ago. It's mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing. Yeah. It's, and listen, that's a whole other river. Y- yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, totally a, a whole other river, and maybe we'll get to that some other time. But it does start a conversation, a conversation we should have. How do we navigate all this? And it's not just transgender. There, there are so many different views and teachings being promoted and paraded right now, conflicting worldviews. How do we stay afloat? How do we stay sane? Like, what do we do with all of this information and all these different views? Yeah, you sent me a book a couple weeks ago, and it was about navigating culture. In fact, I want to I get the title right because you told me it was Navigating Cultures, and so I bought a book. Yeah, called right, navigating right. cultures turned out i was like three chapters in and it was actually about dealing with business across the world so you were bowing to certain people from different cultures <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the, the book is called a practical guide to culture and junior wouldn't you reckon i mean unbelievable it's a really good book and i believe one of the authors is two authors but one of them is john stone street it's got an orange cover and a, a it's a rowboat should be a canoe should but it's a got canoe. a rowboat on the front yeah. it is a fantastic book i read through this and it really helped me just with talking with my to, to my daughters about the christian worldview versus how what we're being inundated with in the news and on tv and in schools and, and let me say this too maybe you're in the canoe and uh and you haven't bought into the whole god or church thing and hey, we're glad you're in the boat don't jump out of the boat one of our goals is for these canoe trips to not be Christianese, and we're not. Like, Jordan, we've talked about you getting paid by a porn star and me sending the spicy <laughs> yeah. text to the wrong people. This is not a christian canoe. At the same time, because of who Jordan and I follow, we see the world through a different lens. We have a different approach to culture. Our final authority is what Jesus tells us. Yeah, and that's good. I was having a conversation with a buddy. He's a good friend. He's not a Christian. And I asked him just kind of point blank, hey, who's your, who's your authority? Like, who defines right and wrong for you? And, and he kind of thought about it for a second. He's like, I don't, I don't know. I guess just culture, like what most people believe. I'm like, okay, well, which culture? <laughs> you know? Right. Because even cultures have very different values. Oh, of course. Yeah. That's why in some cultures, people love watching, you know, YouTube videos of their cats. Yep. And in some cultures, people eat their cats. Ex- right. Exactly. <laughs> and not only that, but culture has been wrong before. Oh, yeah. So many times. Our culture. We had segregation. Yeah. And Jim Crow laws. Horrible. And that, that was culturally acceptable. And it was horrible. Women couldn't vote. Yeah. I horrible. Mean, exactly. So fanny packs used to be acceptable. Yeah. That was terrible. Speaking of fanny packs, we're going to Disney later this this month yeah. and my wife just bought a fanny pack oh no don't let her wear that jordan no, i don't know what's worse matching disney shirts or <laughs> fanny right. packs Wait, so did she say why she bought one like did she defend herself or yeah, she said just... i got all these knickknacks i got to carry around disney world oh my <laughs> bottom line culture has been wrong before and it'll continue to be wrong because that's the nature of culture yeah, I don't, I don't want to preface this. Me and you, Junior, we're not some like crotchety old men who don't like change. And I mean, I'm crotchety. I'm a crotchety old man, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just saying. Yeah, it's okay. But we're not. We're not these crotchety old men. We're not wearing MAGA hats 
right? I mean, you have long hair and tattoos. So like right. to strict conservatives, you just, they look at you and they just, you look like a sin, yeah. you know? Yeah. So we're not against change and progress no, or anything no. like that. No, this canoe trip is not a wine fest, but it is, it is necessary to talk about. Actually, I was talking about this with my kids the other day during dinner and Nicole and I were talking about curriculum changes that are happening right now in Illinois, which are worth noting if you have kids in, in school. This is worth uh, looking into. And so Nicole and I were just talking about what are we going to do moving forward about these conversations. And the conversation then shifted to bringing my daughters in. We were having, we were having dinner and we told them, we said, if you're going to follow Jesus, you're going to be peculiar. And that's okay. Our yeah. values, our definitions, our beliefs are not shared by the rest of the world. Now, that's nothing to, to freak out about, but we're going to be peculiar. And I love that. In fact, throughout Scripture, God, God nicknames us, followers of Jesus, he nicknames us peculiar people. I love that, that peculiar. We're, we're different, but yeah, also a in a, word. In a yeah, fascinating yeah. way. People yeah. are attracted to you, but you're, but, but you're different. It's not weird. Right. And I think a lot of times, too, we can take that to an extreme and just create this weird Christian subculture that's free from any talented artistic expression, you know, because we're scared of looking too much like the world. Yeah, and you know what that reminds me of, Jordan, is uh, the Amish. I was watching a documentary a few months ago about the Amish, and uh, I have this... The Amish. The Amish. I have this fascin fascination with their community. So I grew up around Amish bakeries, and my parents would take us to like, Amish stores I feel and like Amish you kind bakeries. Of, I feel like you kind of like weird things. Like You, I, yeah. you really like North Korea. Well, I'm peculiar. <laughs> peculiar, Jordan. Yeah. Amish people, they have a very interesting community, and, and we know this. Their goal is to be completely out of the world, which is not what we believe, Jordan. We believe that we're to be like Jesus. We're to engage our society. We're to live among our society. We're to be part of it without adopting everything. And that's yeah. how we impact We impact the world by being different. There's this Amish rule, and it's fascinating. When there's a new product that's introduced into society, a, like a car, for example, Amish communities will allow a few people to you know, use that product. Let's say it's a cell phone. So, uh, the, you know, the cell phone gets introduced into the society and the Amish people will allow one family to have or a couple families to use a cell phone and they'll watch how that cell phone affects them. You know, does the cell phone enhance their community or does the cell phone hurt their community? Mm. They did this with a car a while back. Uh, a few families had a car and after a few months of the Amish uh, noticed that the families with cars didn't visit relatives on Sunday, which is what Amish people do. That's like a big value. So that's why they don't have cars. I mean, that that's part of it. But wow. you go visit families on, on Sundays. Yeah. And since the, the people who, though, who owned a car, on Sundays they'd leave town because they could go into other communities. And so the Amish said, you know, these people who own cars are not visiting their families. This has hurt our community. So no owning cars. You can ride in a car but you can't own a car. Yeah, but these poor Amish, they're just living life. They're finally going on a road trip because yeah, right. they've been sheltered yeah, their whole Yeah, but they, they saw, I'm not saying this is a right decision, yeah. but they just they saw that as hurting their community. They did this with rollerblades. It didn't have a negative effect, and so they, mm. they adopted the rollerblades. I say this because I feel like way too many Christians are adopting every single thing they hear without first filtering it through God's Word, which is what we should do first, and without seeing it as a, seeing if it has a positive effect on the family or a negative effect. You know, it, it's new, it's well-packaged, yeah. and so we'll embrace it. But often it turns out to be cancerous to our families, cancerous to our faith, but we're consuming it all. And instead of us shaping culture, what happens is culture is shaping us. Wow, that is really good because we, we see that all the time. And I've done it where we just accept something because, well, culture's like, oh, hey, it's normal now. And we haven't even determined, okay, is this a, is this a good thing to be normal in the first place? Take self-love. Okay, that's a super common when you say that's a widely accepted 
cultural kind of teaching now. Culture is like all about love yourself. Yeah, love yourself. Love Serve yourself. Serve yourself. You're right. you're a queen. Yeah, right? treat you, yourself. Yeah, you deserve it. In our, our faith, Junior, Jesus was all about the opposite. Jesus was about denying himself. He's all about serving other people. Jesus already knows that we love ourselves. But this, this is a teaching. It sounds really nice. It's packaged really nice. It's got this nice little bow on it, some cute sayings around it. And it's pushed really hard on our kids. Yep. And, and so we just accept it at face value. And Jordan, I'm glad you mentioned earlier that we're not old men griping away, you know, this world is evil. <laughs> I mean, to be candid with you, though, I, I can get that way. Like when I first read the bill of what is being introduced into our school system, I didn't have a great reaction. No. And, and so it's good for us to remind ourselves, uh, and this is what Paul wrote to Timothy, we don't have a spirit of fear where everything is evil and anything new is of the devil. Yeah. We have been given a spirit of love and a, a spirit of power. At the same time, we have to be intentional and wise with what we adopt. We can't be willy-nilly and embrace anything. And that's good, Junior, but then how do we practically go about it? I, I was hoping you knew, Jordan. You got nothing. No, we got some thoughts. A rubric, actually, that may give us, not just may, I think it'll give us clarity as we navigate this very fast-changing world. This could be huge yeah, for be us and our families. But first, it's time for what you have been so anxiously awaiting. Canoes. All right, so here's the canoe story for today. The top show streamed in 2020, which is saying a lot because we were all sitting at home watching Netflix yeah. and everything. The top show streamed in 2020 was, drum roll please, The Office. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. You watch The Office? Who does? If you don't watch The Office. You, I haven't seen The Office in a while, but it is, it is one of my favorite shows. Though I will old. say. It's a comfort show for me. It's it, like a comfort food. Definitely, because it's fam, you know, yeah. familiar. Like, everybody loves Jim and Pam. They're my least favorite characters on the show. Stop least it. Least favorite Stop characters. Stop it. Absolutely my least favorite characters. The show revolves around them. I, yeah, ah, it's more Michael Scott. Okay, yeah, but it, and they didn't have the love story. Where, where's the uh, love? Love story is so it's so. I feel so manipulated. It's like the writers are trying to get you to fall in love with Jim and Pam. So I just refuse to go there. Yeah, like that's, everything that's so Jim does is perfect. There's no like on every other show. The main character he's got like his good side and some of his bad side. You kind of take the whole character with Jim. It's like he's just Mister Perfect, and you're supposed to love him. Yeah, because he's the only semi-relatable person. In the entire office. You don't feel manipulated at all when you watch. Like, who, you're who, supposed to fall no, in love. who else do you relate to in the office? Oh, I love Dwight Schrute. <laughs> yeah. I think Creed is hilarious. <laughs> Actually, that's a good one. You are Creed. I'm Creed. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I, I'm Michael Scott, of course. <laughs> Kevin is awesome. But anytime it's like a big Jim Pam episode, I'm like, eh, I'll just skip that. Okay. Jim and Pam, modern day Romeo and Juliet. Not at all. We'll leave it at that. Manipulated. Roll the music. Junior, I think why what we're talking about today is such a big deal is because for a lot of us, at least for me, it just feels very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's insane how many voices are speaking in, not just to even our own lives, but to the lives of our kids and communities and churches. Yeah. And so when you were talking before about having the spirit of love and not fear, I, I can understand that for myself, but it's there's difficult. a lot of other people involved. And that's, I feel, a for lot me, of other that's people. what's scary. Absolutely. I was, I was laying in bed with my wife, a little pill talk. And we were talking just about curriculum things in school, mm -hmm. and she brought up a, a, an interesting fact. She said, you know, our kids are going to be, major majority of their time is going to be spent with teachers in the school system, and we're not going to really even know their teachers. Yeah. And they're being told so many, so many different things. I mean, we live in the information age, which is cool. Google anything you want, act, yeah. ask Alexa anything you want, 
It's just hard to know what information is actually true. Is Google actually telling you the truth? And how much of that information is really adding to our lives? And also what's hurting us and what might also be blinding us? And so, Junior, we want to give a framework of how to navigate culture. You actually brought this to my attention. You showed me a sermon a couple years ago, and it stuck with me. It was so good. And the pastor, like I said, he just gave a really simple yet good framework for how we can involve, be involved with culture uh, and, and kind of engage with it. Yeah. And so th- three things. He says receive, reject, and redeem. So it's kind, of like, it's kind of like with the Amish. As something new is introduced, they decide, are we going to reject this or are we going to receive this? Uh, but what we're saying, though, is receive, reject, but also redeem it. And that's so good. So let's start with receive. And maybe we can just walk through these and help people kind of think through this. Because like I said earlier, not everything new that someone creates is automatically bad. That's not automatically from Satan and going to lead your family into some kind of cult. There are some things we should just receive into our lives. Not even just as Christians, but it's just people. Like they're good things. We have a good God who's created good things. Okay, so like what, what, what would be something that you should would just receive in your life? I don't know. Take medicine. Okay. And, and listen, we're not easy here. We're not talking COVID vaccine. I don't yeah, can I just say something? Because <laughs> one of the biggest questions I think I've gotten, I don't know if you've gotten this, Jordan, as a pastor, is everyone's always like, are you taking the COVID vaccine? Are you taking the COVID vaccine? Yeah. Like everyone's freaking out about it right now. <laughs> can I just answer that real quick? I don't know. My wife is because she's a nurse and she I don't think yeah. she has to, but she is. I don't know if I'm not going to. It's not a big deal to me. I just wanted to put that out there. But we're yeah. not talking about the COVID vaccine. I'm talking medicine really in general. So it's juniors, God forbid, we'll say one of your girls gets cancer. Okay. Yeah. Thank God that there's a treatment that can be done, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, for me, at least what I, to reject that treatment, I think would just be terrible. I think it'd be borderline sin. Yeah. Right. And at least in that specific context where healing could be brought about. Medicine, it's available. God wants yeah, to. Yeah, medicine should be yeah. received. Yeah. It'd be blatantly dumb not to. Yeah. And so when we come to receive, there's some good things in our culture that we should receive. It would be dumb not and to. And Jordan, you're talking about truth. Anything that's truth, like what we know to be true according to God's word we receive it. Yeah. If something good can be can bring real help to, to you or to other people, let's take it in. Yeah. The second one he mentions, reject. There are some things, no doubt, that we should just flat out reject because they don't align, align with our value system at all. Yeah. So, so what would be something like that? Yeah. So, for example, there's, there's, not, there's no such thing as Christian pornography. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Right. Like that's just something we sh- we should not receive. That's just rejected. Yeah. There's no such thing as Christian drunkenness or okay. Christian illegal drug use. There's no such thing. We can keep going as Christian sex trafficking or Christian abortion. Right. There's right. no such thing as Christian cohabitation right. or Christian adultery. Christian racism. Yeah. There, exactly. There's no such thing as Christian homosexuality or bisexuality or Christian bestiality. Yeah, friends with benefits. It's just not Christian, right? It goes against our ultimate authority, and so we—that's just something we have to reject. We reject it. We reject it altogether. And again, if you're not a Christian, this is a fig, figure out your core convictions now, so that when culture starts to shift, or when you're tempted to kind of act out side of your your convictions, you already have this premeditated, pre-decided core set of beliefs that that you're gonna. Stick you have to. your moral compass exactly. Yeah, I love that last that the last category though. So you have uh, receive it, you have reject it, um, but I think most things will fall into this category of redeem it. Yeah, it's not bad. Something is introduced into society, it might be introduced into your house, and it's not bad. But you could use it a good way, and you can also use it a bad way. I mean, take technology for example. 
we aren't using Christian computers and Christian <laughs> iPhones and sending over, you know, Christian on uh, a Christian messaging platform or Christian internet. Yeah, there is Christian uh, internet dating though. No, that's right. yeah. That <laughs> I don't know if we should receive or reject that. But yeah. technology is technology. It's an, it's an opportunity, and you can do horrible things with technology. Yeah. You can do great things with technology. You can do horrible things with social media. You can do great things with social media. So yeah. it, it's all about can I redeem it? Sex, for example, you can do some horrible things with sex. You can do some fantastic things with sex. Yeah. Same thing with money. You can do great things with money. You can do bad things with money. It's yeah, all about this yeah. idea of redeeming. We have a default mode. When when culture shifts, we do one of two things. We either get way too excited and we start right freaking out, or or we get way too scared. Yeah. When really we should be more analytical and yeah, a little slow, taking a slower approach to accepting some of these ideas and, and philosophies. And that's what what God has has asked us to do. We're, we're we're to redeem. We are we are. Jesus is the one who redeems, and we follow Jesus. Yeah. So we should be a people. To redeem really what's on I would say I don't want to speak for you Jordan but what's on our heart is as pastors we've seen a lot of casualties when it comes to people's faith because as they go throughout their week whether they're at work whether it's at you know university school wherever uh, social media there's all of these teachings that are constantly coming at us that uh, some of them are good and we should receive them. Some of them are just horrible. We should reject them. And some of them are redeemable. But what we've been seeing, Jordan, is that so many people right now are receiving, receiving. They're mm-hmm. eating it all up, and it's destroying their faith. It's destroying their spirits. It's destro- We've seen families just devastated yeah. because of what their diet when it comes to the culture. Yep, and these things have been Trojan horses that are coming into our faith, coming into our minds. Packaged really well. They look yep. great. And we take them as our new normal. Yep. Hey, let's go in to try it out. All right, juniors, let's try it out. Yeah. And I know this is more of a philosophical, a little different from our other... It is uh, tough, because I mean, we've been rivers. so applicable these yeah. last few rivers, and this one is a little bit more... Yeah, philosophical yeah. is a great word for it. But know? I really do think that we can still give this some legs. I we think should. That, yeah, and I think this I think that this could actually be more practical and helpful in the long run than any other try it out we've done. It should be, because there's a lot at stake, more at stake than we realize. And so here's the try it out, is find something that you have received that needs to be rejected yeah and find something that you have received that needs to be redeemed so jordan something that i have received lately or are looking to receive and this sounds really weird but there's this new there's this new thing that facebook is doing right now called facebook messenger for kids yeah and that is your messenger app is now has like a little mini account for your children and so your children can actually message other people's wow. kids which Get is them indoctrinated young yeah, i know right um, and, and it can be, it can be a healthy thing, but it also can be very, yeah. very detrimental. And it could be an addiction for like my seven year old, for example, who's very social and wants yeah. to talk to everybody. <laughs> and so my wife and I were just talking about how are we going to handle this? Like who, how much yeah. time can Madison be on this? How much is she monitored? Who can she message? And so something that I need to redeem, what comes to mind is this right here, this Facebook messenger that for kids that has just been, uh, just been uh, popped up. Yeah. And I need to have a conversation with my wife first. So we're both on the same page when it comes to parenting, but also lay down some rules so that this could be a way possibly where Madison can reach out to me while I'm at work and we can grow closer as a yeah, father daughter. Cool. She can message yeah. me throughout the day, which would be great. And that's redeemable, but there are some things in that that we need to yeah. reject in that. So, and I think one of the things for me that I just need to flat out reject that I've received. I think a couple of weeks ago I downloaded a, uh, Tic Tac finally got our Tic Tac <laughs> Tic Tac No man <laughs> Tic What is it called Tic Tac Tic Tac Oh man Well that's embarrassing So We're not yeah. old men here Yeah we are about everything We're progressive yeah. I downloaded Tic Tac 
<laughs> so anyways, I downloaded TikTok and a couple of weeks ago, man, it was bad, right? I mean, I'm yeah. scrolling through it and in three seconds, I'm, I'm looking at things. I'm like, wow, this is, this is not, this I haven't is been not on good, it, but I've heard it's terrible. Don't. Yeah. And, and so, and listen, I don't want to make a, a rule for all Christians, but for me, I was just yeah. something that had to be flat out rejected for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're not judging people who don't use it. And also we should uh, say right now that our sponsor is uh, TikTok. Uh, yeah, TikTok. Yeah, screw you, buddy. <laughs> so we only really scratch the surface. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking about culture from really a bird's eye view. But next river, next river, we're going to get really specific and get into some certain trends that are so hard to navigate. Yeah, entertainment is a big one. We're going to hit that next week because, yeah. Junior, we know entertainment is how culture feeds us. Yep, we are so impacted by how we're entertained. Right, and so I think we're going to take a really good look at, you know, how, how should our value system understand and be influenced yeah, by should, entertainment? Should we be watching Game of, that Game of Thrones is like that big thing that was a big conversation with Christian? Should we be watching that? I mean, there's so many yeah. more, and so let, we'll, we'll get into that on the next river. In the meantime... Hey, like us on Facebook. This is how we stay in communication with you on Instagram. We, we're uploading articles and yeah, we also fun on there. The time. Write a review to it as well. It helps our podcast being able to be seen. Yes, please do that. Until next time, see you at the next river.